Hello and welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. I almost said my name was Alicia Tobin. That's <laughs> Why not? not me. Yeah, I'm Alicia today. I am not Alicia Tobin, but she is here. She's got Hank on her lap and he's moving around and hurting her right now. <laughs> He really needs to have his toenails cut. Ooh, oh, no. Ooh, ee, ooh, uh, uh, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> hi, how's it going? Oh, I'm good. That's my favorite song, by the way. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> is, is that, uh... I don't know what it's called, but I love it. Ooh, ee, ooh, uh, uh, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Ooh, ee, ooh, uh, uh, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. It's the best song we get married to it. Who sings that? I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> I want it to remain a mystery, including the rest of the words. Be a part of this world anymore. Um, I'm very excited for our guest today. She is a returning guest. She's a friend of the podcast. She is coming all the way from Sweden. It's been days in the making. Yep. <laughs> She's nine hours ahead of us. It's the fabulous Sheila Campbell. Delighted to be here. <laughs> Sheila, it's so late where you are. That's not that late. Eight something? Eight PM? Oh, my math is so bad. <laughs> That's all right. We had to do some math to figure out what would be a time that was like not too ridiculous on both ends. And I I had to do some calculations in my world clock on my phone. <laughs> Your world clock looks great though. Thank you. I did. Uh, uh, this prompted me to organize it in order of time zones because before it was just chaotic. But now it like starts with Hawaii, then, you know, chronological AF heading east. Uh, so it makes sense. And I uh, now I know I know on a map where you live. So great. I'm, pl- yeah. I'm pleased to be here. Yeah. Look for Copenhagen. Close enough. Yeah. Across across the pond from Copenhagen. Precisely. I'm, I think all water is ponds. <laughs> I think it's fair enough. It's a straight and yeah. it's a sound at the same time. Ooh. So I didn't know they were the Ooh. same or different until e. I moved here. Ooh, e. Isn't it exciting? Water. Walla bing bang. Bing bang. Is this, is this the new segment, Water Talk? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so we on the, on the podcast, uh, listeners will remember we have a, we made up like a deity named Pleppo, who's like a benevolent, all seeing, all knowing um, frog <laughs> god. Mm-hmm. And through the D&D game that I play that he's been like incorporated into the lore. So he is like an actual god in that that we can like summon to like help us or whatever. But part of the deal is that like we have to praise Pleppo whenever we encounter water. So if we like oh. approach a stream, if we forget to praise Pleppo, we'll like lose like we have some sort of protection against like drowning or whatever. But so whenever anyone mentions like Oh, it's raining or you're taking a drink. I'm always like, praise Pleppo, praise yeah. Pleppo. Pee-pee. Praise. Yeah. And then like I do a weird little like motion like on my nose. I don't know why. Salutations. Yeah. Good to know. I will incorporate this into my life yeah. and take all the help I can get. Praise Pleppo. Yeah, right. Sheila, thank you so much for joining us. What a huge surprise for the listener. I had no idea who today's surprise guest was. Yeah, this is the first time we've ever done a surprise guest. I mean, I, I knew, but Alicia didn't. I thought it would be a fun, fun treat. And then Alicia surprised me this morning by showing up with delicious uh, baked goods on my balcony. Oh, that's nice. You're like a reverse squirrel. Yeah. yeah, I was worried. Like I was thinking 
I'm such a morning person and Jessica's schedule and we have different schedules, although Jessica, you know, gets up at in the morning often. I wasn't didn't want to interrupt her. But because of her menagerie, menagerie, right, of like lovely and lovely menage a trois that visit her. I was like, well, how long can I leave pastry out here <laughs> like before it gets torn Ravaged. apart? Yeah, I don't know. I've never I've never had any of the squirrels or birds eat something they weren't supposed to. But that's mainly because I don't really hang out on my balcony. Because you don't leave pastries on your balcony. Yeah. If there's okay. a pastry around, it's inside my body or on its way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, very delicious. New new cinnamon. Can I ask what kind down. of pastry it was? Um, she got us a couple cheese-based things and a cinnamon bun. So I yeah, once a vegetable popover. Oh, inside is like beets and other vegetables in like a pot pie kind of popover, like handheld. And then there was this just this puddle of like pastry and Gruyere. Then I got those. Oh, and then Jessica has a sweet tooth. So I, and there was just one cinnamon bun left. So it was meant to be. Yeah, I haven't tried the the savory ones, but I did have half of the cinnamon bun and it was great. <laughs> Is it a real gooey one? It's like a it's not too gooey. It's like uh, the, there's icing, but it's like a drier bottom. It's not like the ooey gooey grounds for coffee. Uh, okay. If you're from Vancouver, that's like their branding is like ooey gooey cinnamon buns. But this was more like a crystalline, which oh. I that's the kind that like uh, if I were to bake it, I would make it like that. What size are they? Show me. Show me. Like, are they like uh, like a grapefruit size? Like a grapefruit. Yeah, I would say okay. grapefruit. <laughs> Not completely spherical, like flat on the top, but uh, yeah, and uh, easier for me to eat than a grapefruit. I just wanted to say, I'm sorry, I was just checking something on the the internet, (laughs) but uh, cinnamon buns are a big deal in Sweden, and October October 4th is Cinnamon Bun Day. That's Lorna's birthday. Oh, how nice. Happy birthday, Lorna, the Libra. Uh, So that's often a free treat at your place of business and other places. Oh, wow. Do you love a cinnamon bun? Are they iced there or not iced? No, they're not iced. And they're, yeah. Yeah. they're drier. Yes. Um, I used to live upstairs from a Swedish bakery um, when I was younger and they had cinnamon buns that like quote unquote cinnamon buns, like Swedish style cinnamon buns mm. that were great. And they had like the crystallized sugar on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But pearl they, sugar. No, yeah. Pearl sugar. Yeah. And then they had like a, they had a different kind that had like cardamom. It was like vanilla and cardamom oh, yes. little swirls. Yeah so good so good and i could just wake up in the morning head down there and they'd be like fresh and hot and the people who worked there like knew knew us it's great yeah hey you're fresh and you're fresh and hot come on yeah you're Uh, vanilla and cardamom i have a lovely friend named jessica who seems to be a absolute whiz with all foods i know her through stop podcasting herself and she just recently in the last couple of days made cinnamon buns with I believe you call it cookie butter, speculos. Oh, yeah. In it. Really? Man. Oh, what a genius. Give that woman an award. Mm. All Jessica's are are genii. (laughs) We're genies. We're genies in a bottle. You got to rub me the right way. Oh, boy. Hot. Oh, boy. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, she's still got the moves. No wonder they Mm. let her in that bakery. (laughs) Hot and and fresh. I I want to tell you about my cinnamon bun. Oh, I'm very sorry. How's your your cinnamon bun? I only have one cinnamon bun choice, and it's like a croissant kind of style pastry. And Mm, it is so crunchy and soft, and there's so much crystallized sugar. 
and I love it. Hubba ding. Do you let Hank have some? Um, yeah, I'll let Hank have a little bit of the pastry. He really likes pastry. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I have something that he can have, his eyes really light up. What happens with that with that real flaky pastry, though? I know I gave my dog Peggy, who you may mm-hmm. hear a surprise bark from later. I would she love had that. a bit of croissant the other day, but she just had that fluffy, flaky pastry. She <laughs> just couldn't get it in her chops. Couldn't get it in her chops. It was darling. Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll, like I'll give Hank the edge of it. So it's kind of like a, it's almost almost burnt, but not burnt. Like mm-hmm. and uh, so you can get a real grab on that. But I didn't like I know all the things you're not supposed to feed dogs and bread and pastries up there. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, I, I give him a bit. I don't eat a lot of it myself. So when I do have it, I feel guilty. I can say the same things about myself. I know all yeah. the things I'm not supposed to feed myself. But every now and then, <laughs> so, something gets through the trap. You know? Yeah. Something every gets now through the filter. Then, there's an angel waiting for you at your balcony with a bag full of fancy treats. St. Alicia, patron saint of balcony pastries. Of patron saint of puff pastry. I would love I'd that like, to be my legacy. Instead of a halo, in you just have a glowing cinnamon bun over your head. Oh, yeah. A bagel, a bagel. <laughs> I was thinking one of those like sour cream donuts that oh, are donut, like yeah. glazed, crusty. just slightly glazed. Yeah. Crusty old fashioned, just like me. Mm. I mean, <laughs> so these just sell themselves. This is a marketing <laughs> masterpiece. I really hope our listeners aren't hungry while they're listening to this because oh, they're going to run to the nearest bakery. Gluten yeah. warning on this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a nut for celiacs, unfortunately. Just kidding. We're discussing all types. Yeah, mine was fine, but it isn't good if you're not supposed to eat dairy, and the next day you're going to be real, real stuffed up, real snotty, um, real snotty. Mm-hmm. You're going to take a wicked dump. <laughs> oh, that's the, my favorite, to be honest. Gotta go take a wicked dump, BRB. BRB. That was me like stomping away, not uh, quickly, That's how you poop. Quickly not shitting. I clap every time. I'm just like to hide the noises. It's like the start of Friends, but totally different. Yeah. I do jump in a fountain every time. Jump in the bowl. I don't. Yeah. yeah, Everyone's like talking about, you know, bidets. And I'm like, just Mm -hmm. jump in a fountain. It's free. Just get the garden hose out. That's what I was doing for Hank this week. Yeah. Take your. (laughs) Where is it? Not even my garden hose. Just whichever one's closest. Just up. Yeah. It's the building garden hose. And I was like, really fucking up the perfectly wrapped garden hose to rinse my dog's butt. You know what I say to that if anyone has to complain? Hey, up your nose with a rubber hose. Hey, yeah. forget about it. Yeah. I've never actually been able to use that in any context. Is Hank farting? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Your face just turned real sour. Yeah, I mean, he's working through some stuff. He's healing. I mean, it actually just smells like chicken. Mm. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, can I, can I, this reminds me, this chicken, if I may jump in. I just had this memory come flash into my head after I spoke with you, Jessica, about jobs and what stories I had told. And uh, a good friend of mine in high school, Tom, used to work at Kentucky Fried Chicken. And he said that the manager there was such a dick. Um, (laughs) And and, uh, this is Tom Lancaster in London, Ontario in the 90s. And that they had introduced KFC gravy 
And this manager was a real dick about getting the gravy right, <laughs> although he could never get it right himself. And then finally, Tom decided he was going to quit. And on his last day, he went into the manager's locker and he crispy fried his the manager's name badge and his shoes, <laughs> put some gravy in it, and then put it back in his locker. And he was out. That wow. was his big exit. Oh my gosh. Wow. That must have been shoes. Shoes. very He's funny. Crispy fried shoes. Yeah. I feel bad for whoever was like the family who got <laughs> the next order that was probably used in the same, like fried in the same oil or whatever. Fair enough. Mm, yeah. Do you think There's the manager a lot of questions. went into the locker later and he was like, fuck this. And then he was like, just can't resist that. It's finger looking good. Yeah. I mean, what's, I mean, what's he going to do? Yeah. He just ate the skin off of the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just Gross. the toe. <laughs> I mean, you can eat a shoe, I guess. That is like, because it's leather. And if you yeah. like boil it long enough, there's a, a short film uh, by, is it Les Blank? It's a documentary. I like how you asked, like, we might know. We might know. I'm, I'm is wondering, it does this Blank? take place in like this, in the former Soviet Union? No, but you know, you hear horrible stories about people eating their belts and their shoes from like, sure. the war and stuff. But uh, this this was Werner Herzog and Les Blank had a a bet that like Werner Herzog was like, if if I don't do this, I'll eat my shoe. Like it was like one mm -hmm. of those things. Like I'll eat my hat. And so he lost the bet. So there's a documentary where he has to actually eat a shoe. And there's like, uh, it's just a short documentary. You can probably find it on YouTube or I know it's on the Criterion channel. And so he like makes a, a stock with like, you know, onions and garlic and yeah. stuff. And he just like with puts the shoe with his recipe. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's uh was it a specific shoe that he said or just a oh. shoe? I think it was like his shoe, like a leather shoe. I would oh, imagine awful. if I can get into the mind of Werner Herzog for just a second, mm -hmm. it was the exact shoe that he imagined at the time. He probably mm -hmm. gestured to it. Yeah. Because he's a, he's a very orderly mind. Person. I will eat this shoe if I do not win the bet. <laughs> yes. Scheiße, I love shoes. <laughs> the despair of humanity will be embodied in my imbibing of the shoe meat. <laughs> <laughs> the shoe fleisch. <laughs> That's German for shoe meat. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, wow, we've learned we've learned so much. This is yeah. really an educational podcast. I should uh, remove it from the comedy section and put it in um, science sure. and technology. I love it. Should we do a round of retail nightmares? Sure, we can. Heck yes, Sheila. You want to get us started? Uh, sure, I can uh, talk about something that happened recently. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, it's not a retail nightmare, but you know, I'll take our uh, artistic license on this one. I'll allow it. I work as a school librarian. In a, mm -hmm. in a public school, kids age, mm, let's say, 6 to 12. Uh -huh. And one of the staff members came in. She had borrowed a book for her daughter. And she walked in and just said, oh, yeah, you know that book I have, eh? Uh, I'm just going to keep it. My daughter loves it. I'm going to keep it. And, uh, I, you know, I got a couple extra books kicking around at home. So I'll just bring one of those in instead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like it's what? a free library. Like yeah. a take a penny, leave a penny. So she's like, that's... You know how like that you've been <laughs> to a library before, right? You understand the so concept. Rude. Yeah. Also, like you, you work here, and you would be bummed if a book that you needed from here was just mm -hmm. replaced with like an Archie's Double Digest. Sure. And what and was it, the outcome, Sheila? Uh, the outcome was me just going, "No, you've been, to, you've been 
to a library before. <laughs> I, know, I know you have. And I bet this has never worked. And it's not going to work now. Um, but she left quite baffled that I wasn't more, uh, that my cu- I was less customer service minded than she'd hoped. Yeah, the customer's not always right when they have no. like made up rules in their head. I can believe mm. that the customer comes first. Don't believe the customer's right. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. The customer, you know, professionally uh, in a customer service oriented way, I will make sure you, you know, are satisfied to completion. You come first. That's nice. Happy endings. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I don't. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. It's very rude too. like to just assert yourself on somebody else like that. Like, I'm doing this thing. And are you going to try? Are you going to try and stop me? (laughs) There was no essence of. Is that book popular? How would you feel? Or like, yeah, really it's loves okay. It. it was just like, yeah. this is what's happening. My yeah. daughter, here's, here's what my I daughter decided. likes this. This yeah. is the only place this book exists. Mm-hmm. Baby gets what she wants. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in a corner. Nobody does. But no child's going to just like cherish a book for the rest of their lives necessarily. Like she's, she's unless making a mean. lot of assumptions. <laughs> yes, unless... <laughs> and if she really loved it, she could just buy it. This book mm-hmm. is readily available. Oh, this is so rude. Do you want to know it. what book it was? Yes, it's I would. A, yeah. It's a children's book. It's a children's book. I think the author's name, oh, it starts with an A. Sheil Andre, maybe? Uh, giraffes Can't Dance is the name oh, of the book. So it's about a, It's a story about a giraffe that just wants to dance, but all the other animals that it lives with are like, giraffes don't dance. But it's just like, oh, watch me. Well, yeah. That sounds so. just like the plot of Footloose. So she could just get her kid to watch Footloose and be like, there, there's your giraffe. I'm book. going to suggest this. <laughs> you should give her a VHS of uh, Footloose. <laughs> yeah. Or any Kevin Bacon movie, really. I'm thinking maybe Quicksilver. I can make a display when I go back at the store to the school year to do like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon with Ooh. children's books. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love it. The, ki- the kids will love They'll eat it up. Like I bacon. love the Bacon Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love the Bacon Man. I've had the movie six degrees of separation um on a usb stick for like maybe the entire pandemic because like jay and i went through a kevin bacon phase i think Mm -hmm. maybe like over halloween or october we watched like a kevin bacon movie and i was like you know he's really good let's just like watch all the movies of his that i haven't seen and then i quickly was like i've had enough kevin bacon for now but I'll watch this later. And so whenever Jay is like, do you want to watch a movie? He's like, we've got six degrees of separation and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I don't even know if, is he in that movie? Like Anthony Michael Hall's in that movie. But it's Donald just, Sutherland, Stalker Channing. The six degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon is, I think, what made us download it even. It's based on a play and you can tell. Oh, I kind of like movies like that where it's like okay. only in one location. Um, Jay and I just started watching Jay for the very first time ever. Sex and the City. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, for a man whose favorite show, one of his favorite shows is Gossip Girl. I'm like so surprised mm-hmm. that he's never seen Sex and the City. The utensil waving is wild. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. They yeah. sit down and eat. Scenes. Yeah. Their, their arms are flailing. There's forks everywhere. And there's a lot of open mouth eating. Oh, dear. Yeah. And uh, Miranda kiss, cannot. kissing. Yeah. I, I've noticed that every time Mr. Big goes in for a kiss, his mouth is already open. He's oh, like, wow. <laughs> like he's singing in a choir before he gets to the face and i'm like i took a picture of it uh last night and posted it on instagram I, okay. yeah. yeah i didn't know I what did was happening instagram story no. that was the so first many stickers time, the first time carrie and big kiss uh in in the back of a, a car and uh it 
he it was supposed to be romantic but i was like eyebrows fully up mouth fully open and like a duck pout and i was like romance huh i'm gonna rewatch it me too I uh, I love it. I love that this is the next show because yeah. this will be one of the only shows I've seen all the episodes of, so I can follow along. It's a very fun one to discuss. Doesn't age well. No, there, it's no, lots of all. problematic stuff right from the beginning, but it is pretty well written. And I think out of the first season, like half of the episodes are directed by women. There's like uh, Susan Seidelman directed the the first episode, which like she did Desperately Seeking Susan and She Devil and Smithereens, like. Good, good director and uh, Nicole Holof Center, who has made a bunch of Catherine Keener movies, including okay. the movie Walking and Talking, which she's I, Point Break lady. No, that no Catherine Keener's an actress, isn't she? Catherine Keener's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She's forty she, year old virgin. Yeah, she she owns. The eBay <laughs> I was store. I was gonna say like no, she's more like in her fifties, and I think okay. she's had sex. <laughs> well, I think she's done it. I, she's kind of a sexy lady. I feel like either she's a really good actor or mm-hmm. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. definitely done it before. I was thinking Catherine Bigelow. Nobody cares. I mean, she's a great director, too. Mm. Point Break is a great movie. Holds up. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can decide who who's your, the hottest bone target. Is it Keanu? Is it Patrick Swayze? Is, is it, it Gromit? Is it is Anthony it... Kiedis and Flea? Well, now we come full circle because yeah. I did tell you in my previous episode that I went, went to the cinema Four times, I think. Could have been five. Don't know. Four times. Four or five times to watch that. Still wow. never seen it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Keanu I mean, I'll watch like it this pro- weekend. He's piano. If come on, Alicia. Keanu, That's prime Johnny, Keanu. Johnny. 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 Keanu though, like is newish. Yeah, you like him with a beard. Okay. I liked him as like he's very, very good looking, but it just like, clicked in for me during John Wick. For mm-hmm. me. I think when Keanu is playing a character who's out of his element, that is when he's This is your wake-up call, Alicia. <laughs> yeah, here's the red pill, blue pill. <laughs> you uh-oh, decide uh-oh. John Wick or Johnny Utah. That's the other thing. I don't mm. know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I realized that Keanu, a man with like one of the most unique, not ordinary names, Keanu, has played someone named like John or Jack or Johnny so many times. He's oh, Johnny yes. Utah, Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, he's Jack in Speed. And it's like, it's just so funny that he's like, oh, that's John over there. That's Jack. And it's like, no, that's Keanu. Keanu. Like, he's mm-hmm. perfect. Like, you can't, you can't, that's no Johnny. Anyway, we're just talking about movies now. I'm sorry. It's been Jessica's yes, Movie Corner again. Jessica, do you want to do a retail something? A retail something. Yeah. I have a retail dream is really dumb, but I've been um, trying to near the beginning of the pandemic, former guest uh, Jasmine Lukuku posted a story about laundry stripping. And I've been very curious about it ever since. Right. This is like a, uh, a trend, a laundry viral laundry trend where you like um, put borax, washing soda and detergent. in. in <laughs> I know I, every time I want to say borax, um, in the bathtub with hot water and you put like your towels and your sheets in it and it's supposed to like strip off the oils that don't come off in the normal washing. And for the life of me, I've not been able to find borax anywhere. Oh, I can bring you some. I just bought some. Well, this is what? my retail dream. Oh, okay. This is my retail dream is that uh, I've learned that like if I need anything, I just text Lorna and it turns out she has one of everything in her home at, that she's not using. And she was like, oh, yeah, I've got a box of it. I can bring it for you. And then I fi- I finally found the laundry 
soda, the washing soda, which is not the same thing as baking soda, but apparently if you put baking soda in the oven, it can become washing soda. Wow. I don't know if this is true. This but is I wild. Saw it on a blog, but I haven't done it yet. I'm waiting for it to be like a, you know, a rainy or colder day before I like fill my bathtub up with hot water and stir it like a, you know, turn of the century <laughs> washerwoman or a, or a witch with a cauldron. Yeah. Please send pictures. Yeah. I will. I think I'll document the whole thing on Instagram like uh, Jasmine did for her. But I've been, you know, talking to anyone who will listen about laundry stripping. And whenever I say to someone, have you heard of laundry stripping? They make this face and look at me and they're like, no. And I know for sure they think I'm talking about like actual stripping, like exotic dancing. Oh, really? It hurts. <laughs> Well, I think everyone's just got a lot of, you know, pent up horn dog energy. I definitely thought you meant when you take the strips of old t-shirts oh. and make your own rugs. I oh. want to do that because I've cut up all my old tights and that's okay. on my to-do list. Oh, for hey, sure. yeah. Perfect. I thought you were talking about those new laundry detergent strips, which I have tried. Oh, the like. I have mixed reviews on. What do the, they like, do? Little. They come in a bag. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, totally right. <laughs> um, the more farts oh no he's not a farty dog but he's He's, really like i mean he's having a stomach bug it's okay (laughs) he doesn't like the smell either he's like what is that i'm like i love when a dog looks around and they're like what is that because they can't put two and two together they don't understand he knows for sure it's coming from his butt because he keeps (laughs) looking at it like stop um (laughs) Laundry strips are these like solid uh, detergent strips. Mm -hmm. And so instead of like buying liquid laundry soap and creating all of that waste, and of course, laundry soap itself is mostly water. uh, It's just a laundry strip and they work really well as long as you make sure that they break down properly. Mm. Uh, And they just, you reduce a lot of waste um, by using them. But that's what I thought you meant. I was like, yeah, I've tried them. Mm. I'm like, don't use two because (laughs) they don't break down in the wash. Oh, Anyways, no. uh, so that's what I thought. But no, I just used the like, um, not the liquid detergent, like the powder. I used the like the Nelly's all natural, which I'm a big yeah. fan of. I love his music as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like I sang hot in here. Yeah. When I'm hot shit. Turn the, the towel load to hot. Mm-hmm. Um, always have a Band-Aid just loose <laughs> in the laundry. Um, but <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <gross>. <laughs> I mean, I probably do, to be honest. But yeah, it's just been like an ongoing quest because I don't, you know, I really haven't gone to many different stores in the past year. Like I just go to the shoppers drug mart that's like a block away from where I am. And, you know, sometimes if I'm the one with the tampons upstairs, the one with the tampons, (laughs) tampons, 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 Oh, pom poms made out of tampons. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. Now you're doing Cisco, Nelly. Yeah. This is like uh, the radio station top hits from I'm when I was in high school. I'm very urban. Yeah, you're very, you're very up on the hot, the hot hits of today. Um, yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, if I go to the store that is like one further than the store that I've been going to, they have borax, they have all this stuff, except that they only sell them in like three kilogram size bags or boxes. There's no like small size because I guess they assume if you're using this, you have like a designated laundry room. Okay. Whereas I have to give all this stuff away because I have no room for a giant box this size. So I filled up a an old like a repurposed yogurt tub for Lorna with the washing soda. So okay. we did a trade because she's going to try oh. it too. 
Cool. Yeah. My my lovely fr- uh, friend and work colleague Kelly. She's from New Zealand, so, so she's Keely. Keely. Fun fact. Some fun fact. They call the little pot of yogurt, the tubs, a pottle. Pottle. A pottle. A pottle. I it's love just, it. It's just it's just fun to say. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, Want to visit? Want to visit down yes. under so bad? Mm. My friend Bridget, who yes. lives in Australia, who I know only through online, she's a great human. We were discussing because my my mother Lorna has visited Australia like before I was born. She went there on a trip, and I was trying to pinpoint when she went. Mm-hmm. And at first, because I was born in 1986. And we were trying to pinpoint when she went. And at first, Lorna told me that she went in November, December of 1985. And I was like, Uh so I was present on this trip. I have been down under. I was like so excited. And I was like, whoa, she didn't even know she was pregnant with me. And she was like flying and blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is so cool. And then Lorna was like, oh, wait, no, it was 1983. And I was like, damn it. So sad. I thought it was so cool. I was like, whoa, like she was like on this trip by herself without my dad. And then she realized she was pregnant. She came back and she told him and then they got married. And I was like, wow, what a like, I'm learning so much. And then I'm like, this is fabricated. I just completely made it up. I like it though. I'll accept it as canon. Yeah. And this all came out of a conversation (laughs) that Bridget and I were having about like plants or something about like wet plants or in the South of Australia or something. And uh, she was like, I love that you found this out. And then I was like, actually, it's just a lie. But I, I wish it was true. Plus, you weren't a person yet, so you would never have been there. You were no, just a fetus. No, I know I wasn't there, but like <laughs> I like to, I know, you know, I don't, I'm not one of those people who thinks like life begins at uh, Cloaca. No, I think that you believe it now. Life no, begins at Cloaca. <laughs> I yeah. like the fact that I am, you know, almost 35 means like that I, I can think back to like when I, before I was a person, you know? Um, and so I always joke that like when my parents got married, cause they got married on Valentine's day and like in their wedding photo of the two of them, I'm like, I'm there too. I'm so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I look like a weird little, you know, duck with like eyes on the side of my head. For sure. Maybe yeah. some freaks. Size of an avocado or whatever. I love those apps. Yeah. Your baby is a cashew. Yeah, it's the size of a tiny freak. (laughs) Your embryo is the size of a fruit fly. Gross. Your baby's shaped like a maxi pad. (laughs) Your baby folds up. Are you even sure that's your baby? Your baby's an armchair. (laughs) (laughs) Your baby's sitting in a tiny little leather chair, and it's mid-century modern. (laughs) Your baby's sitting in a poopy towel. (laughs) Your baby's taking a wicked dump inside of you right now and you don't even know. BRB. Yeah, that's my app. That's That's great. I love it. Download it in the app store. I will. Shop's closed. I'm not having any more kids, but I might download it still. Oh, you can still participate if you're not actually having a baby. You can just like uh, (laughs) set in anything. I'm here for it. That would be fun for like, we should make an app that's like, um, you know, like there's like period trackers and everything. We should make an app that's oh. called Wicked Dumps. Um, <laughs> and you track the, the last time. You had a Wicked you, Dump? That you took a shit. And so it's for people, for people if they're like, they can't remember the last time they pooed. And for people uh-huh. who are like worried about being yeah. constipated. And it'll be like, your turd is the size of a party sub right now. Oh my God. I think that people yes. who are constipated remember the last time oh, they pooped. Yeah. Fondly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, please, like, let's do it again. That was a beautiful moment I want to recreate. Wicked tits. 
I like that. <laughs> Wicked Tads. Yeah. And like, we can have it narrated. By it's turds with a Z, though. Turds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For that search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. So yes. that's uh, my retail nightmare. <laughs> wow. Yay. <laughs> what about you, Alicia? Uh, it's going to be brief. Uh, I don't think I told it already, but I... Uh, past guest Sarah Berman wrote a book. Yeah, called, it's, oh. it's don't call it a cult. It's so, about Nexium. It's great. I have it on order. I haven't read it yet, though. No oh, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very good for people that were interested at at all in the Nexium situation. It's, it's very very well researched, and I'm only on page fifty, and I've learned so many fucking creepy things. Like they're like so subtle. And so, like, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but the IQ test, that was like, I laughed out loud and was like, are you fucking kidding me? They Anyways. Get, they got, like, people who joined to, like, take IQ tests so they could, like, no, manipulate? Keith, Keith Ranieri, I can't say his name, he always said that he had, like, the top IQ. Oh. Oh, right. That's what made him so good at volleyball. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and having greasy ponytails. Um, <sighs> what a short little weird man. Uh it just talks about what the, the story behind that actually is. And it's great. Like it, there's time in a book to go through these details. Yeah. So highly recommend it. And I had seen that it was on special at chapters. So I thought, Oh, I'll just bike over to chapters and grab it. It's on sale for $20. I'm like, that's so inexpensive for a book, like a brand new book. Yeah. Then I felt like I was just near Pulp Fiction on main street. And I was like, you should, I'm trying to order books for them. Mm-hmm. and they had just sold out, so they ordered the book in for me, and it was $15, and I was like, okay, I don't understand how chapters pricing works, and it took, like, a couple of days to get in, but I had asked if the do- the store was dog-friendly because um, it's right beside Hank's Vet, and I was I go there every week, so why not? Uh, and then the man that owns the store was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to meet Hank. Like, bring him Aww. in. That would be so great, but it isn't great because Hank doesn't like busy streets, and it's on Main Street, um, and so I stopped off at Much, Much and Little to uh, introduce him to the staff there. And I was he was already, like, not having it. Oh. Because uh, he's scared of all the, tr- all the trucks and noises it's and stuff. It's very loud there, yeah. And then I took him into Pulp Fiction, and the entire time he's, like, so unfocused. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's not this dog. He's not the dog that, like, you need time with him to really get his personality because he's so yeah. intense. Uh, so I re- reminded myself, I'm like, this is not a, Hank is not a shopping dog, but the, okay. the owner of Pulp Fiction was quite gracious about it. He's seen other illiterate dogs. <laughs> yeah. So he gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Hank is just like, like looking at everything. He's like, he's really like amped and he doesn't want to like pet. It'd be pet. He doesn't want to so sit down. so many smells in there too. Yeah. Cause they have like, yeah. So and many. Main Street is a disaster right now too with construction. So and much construction. Yeah. And that's yes, like my mistake. The- my bad. I don't have one of those dogs. Well, it's like it takes specific like desensitization traffic training, which I think like you have to do when they're really young. I saw a woman doing that yesterday, actually. She had the cutest little puppy. It was like I couldn't tell what it was. Maybe sort of like collie something. Maybe like it had that like fluffy fluffiness still. It was so young. And she was was, um, at Arbutus and 12th just doing the like doing all four um so smart intersections but she had a treat that she was leading the dog with and the dog was sitting on the curb 
and was so fixated on the treat that he stepped off and didn't realize that there was like a curb a and just completely fla- face planted and immediately like bounced up and like didn't, you know, didn't even make any noise. But it was the sweetest thing to just see a creature so fixated on a treat that they just like totally wiped oh, out. buddy. Because we were like, we had already seen the dog from the other side of the intersection and we were just like, look at how precious mm-hmm. it is. And then like totally just doofus on its face like so uh maybe that dog will one day be able to chill out in pulp fiction but who knows absolutely who knows that'd be nice nice. did you get the book alicia i did i picked up the book 50 pages in there's so many books that i have to read in my house but uh this one's taking priority right now also because i think a a lot of friends are like hey when are you going to be done this book and i'm like i don't think you understand it's not that kind of book it's like yeah You'd like every page feels like five pages because there's so much information and like probably so much. It's like, you know, trauma, like there's a lot Mm -hmm. of intense stuff. Like you have to be in the right mindset to like read about, you know, manipulation like that. Yeah, it was fun. Like I posted it on Instagram and Paul Anthony, who was part of um, the non orgy part of the cult. He tried, though. Yeah, of course he did. I mean, who wouldn't? But uh, he left me uh, a couple of messages on Instagram about Mark Vicente, who was one of the head people. And I really disliked him in the HBO uh, special like miniseries. I was like, this guy's full of shit. This whole thing is to try and make him look like an okay guy. And Was he the narrator? And it was his uh, wife who left? Yeah, it was his wife that left. But it, okay. I don't know if he narrated it, but he... he okay definitely seemed to have a big part of the production of it and mm. i just feel like it was like uh, they're kind of whitewashing their responsibility yeah same with like sarah edmondson i just did not buy it and i feel still the same way anyways i recommend getting books if you like books and yeah. if you are interested in cults have you seen comedian robbie hoffman's keith ranieri no. no. <laughs> Please go back through the archives. I think it was a Halloween costume, or maybe it was just a day around town, but it is exquisite. You know how really? you your Fantastically done. It's like when Steph Tolev dressed up as the coach from Big Mouth. <laughs> yeah. I did, you, didn't, you didn't know you needed it? Yeah. But there it is, and it's and wonderful. Some people just have Coach Steve inside of themselves. Yeah. Really Should we do a segment? Well, why don't we just do like a little palate cleanser? We're already okay. s- speaking about um, bad dudes. So, of course, my grandfather comes to <gasps> mind. Oh, how I've waited. I've imagined this photo. 
I didn't know that you haven't seen it yet. This is so no, exciting. I'm very excited. I mean, I'm excited to just share a little bit of myself with you because I feel like through the pandemic, even though we've been so isolated, we're still connected online. And I feel like you and I have, you know, had some great chats over Instagram Absolutely. and like we've bonded and it's been it's been delightful. And I can't wait to see you again in real life. Yay. And, and now it's like you're going to know a little bit more about me. I know your, I know your mom's birthday. Now, what can you tell me about, uh, I know, I know who one of the gentlemen is. He's famous for his, his stripy pullover. There we go. That's, that's what you want to see. Oh, sweet God. (laughs) Even the texture of the hands. hands (laughs) Listen, I didn't know I could expect a fedora. It certainly (laughs) must have been, it certainly must have come up somewhere (laughs) oh my god i'm just gonna i'm just gonna grab a drink but i'm gonna let you sit with with these uh these boys and just really uh what's this man's name uh his name is uh henry 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 Henry? delisle 1896 (laughs) weren't we all (laughs) oh my goodness so it's wild eh it's ex- it's extraordinary. I mean, one can only assume that the first time Jessica saw this photo, it was an oh my god. Um, the probably no, because this photo was like in our family, you know, archive as long as I can remember. Because this is from 1989, I believe. Okay, 88 or 89. So I was a little a little one, a little toddler. This is um, your paternal grandfather. Yes, my father's okay. father. Okay, and my dad was like. 40 when I was born. So he yep. was he was old and he was the youngest of a large French Canadian family. This is very similar to my story, but I'm yeah. not sure my grip yeah, but I'm yeah. not sure uh, We have similar sure families my grandfather with like, like that. big age spans. Yeah, my parents were 39 and 42 when yeah. I was born. I have a half brother who's 14 years older than me. Like it's there are gaps, but my dad was the youngest of eight children. Um and I guess his dad was 47 when my dad was born so this is this is mesmerizing yeah like i i, I if there's silence i apologize because no. i'm just <laughs> it's it you need a moment to process it i can smell this photo yeah oh <laughs> this photo does not smell great oh uh, smell, smell great the cigar i feel like it smells like there's a lot of different smells but one of the faint smells is also mothballs i was just gonna say yes. mothballs for sure yeah. that suit smelled like mothballs for and sure that's, there's like the cigar smell and it smells like cigarettes and then there's just the burning flesh smell from freddie yeah from hell the yeah um, there's hell smell hell smell what is it <laughs> like t- ten thousand maniacs or whatever what's what's freddie's backstory he was like 10,000 maniacs. Okay, all I have up on my phone, I was just about to search. All I have up on my phone are photos of um, Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick because uh, Jay, Jay wasn't aware that they were still a couple. Oh, yeah, they made it work. And I uh, then last night when we were watching Sex in the City and I was uh, high on weed, uh, mm, I just. Good became, for you. Ups, thank you. <laughs> it's Friday night. I became obsessed with uh, just looking up photos of them from the 90s because they're such a great couple and they're such a little couple shorties like Mm, i love a short couple she's five three i believe and i think his height is listed as five seven and a half 
Okay, so, so he's five five. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, she's tiny. She's so tiny. Like, not only is she short, she's like quite petite. Okay. And he he's just impossible for me to look at and think of as anyone else other than Ferris Bueller. I'm sorry. The way my screen is set up right now is that your grandfather is looking up at the box of Jessica like, yeah. it's my girl. Oh, totally. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Grandpa. Can we get it off the screen now? Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yep, yeah, say goodbye. I'm, I'm just, I'm twisting my neck to not look at it. <laughs> Au revoir. It's, sorry. It's a lot. I realize, yeah, I realize. I have something to say. Okay. Okay, that's about Sex in the City. Yes. I'm so excited for you because there's, like, some really great writing. There's some, like, it's kind of, it's hacky and it's of its time as well. There's also some really cool fashion and some of it's mm-hmm. coming back right now. And Sarah Jessica Parker's hair is always amazing. It is. I'm just like, how always, does she get it so big? I have taken pictures yeah. to the salon because there's this, like, shorter, like, bob she gets towards the, yeah. I think in real life she was having a kid maybe. Yeah, uh, but that's like the best hair I've ever seen in my life. Um, Her hair in season one is excellent. Just like yeah, like why can't people? Voluminous. You never see people with curly hair on TV like that, which is so great. Because as soon as they lean on something, it's a disaster. Yeah, that's my story. It's funny because the first time I watched, I watched season one for the first time when I was in high school because my best friend was obsessed with it. And I remember it was, I think it was episode eight. That one's all about like threesomes. And remember in season one, they still had people talking directly to the camera. Oh, oh yes. yeah. And she does, she looks in the classifieds to be like, who's actually like looking for a threesome? And they show a bunch of people being like, no fatties. You know, it's like all these like gross people. And then there's a couple that are like Mulder and Scully looking for like a third to do their alien abduction fantasy. <gasps> Amazing. And then there's a woman who's like, I'm into golden showers. And it's, I remember my best friend in high school, Chelsea. I hadn't seen the show at all. And she was obsessed. She had season one. She'd already watched it all. And she was like, let me just show you this one clip. And then you decide if you want to watch the show based on that. And I watched it and I was like, let's do this. I love this. I thought she was going to show you a clip of a golden shower. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, you're going to love this. I think you could be really into it. But yeah, I'm excited. A lot of the, a lot of the fashion is super cringy already. Yeah. Especially the men's fashion, isn't oh, it? It's yeah. very blouse, blousey well, and pantaloony. It, it starts in 1998, which I there's something about that time that I just love. It's like a more simpler time. It's like pre everyone having um, the internet on them at all times. Like they have yeah. the big brick cell phones, like from the X Files, pre 9/11. So it's just like a simpler mm. time, and like that's also when Felicity started. Jay and I just finished watching all four seasons of High Maintenance, which is an excellent show. Also, HBO also set in New York, but it's like modern. It's like more recent. And it's all sort of it's mostly like Brooklyn based. So it's very funny to then like go back and watch this thing from like 20 plus years ago, almost 25 years ago. Wow. And see this like completely it's like the same city. And it's like this is the real New York, but it's a complete like facade like it's all like one tiny slice i love it it's not tv it's hbo uh, also um <sighs> carrie's well apartment said. is beautiful anyways let's do another segment yeah okay so we have uh one we haven't done in a really long time which i was very excited when sheila said that she would like to uh do too lewd for stop podcasting yourself <laughs> <laughs> it's too lewd for you to put on your show it's too good for you. So this segment was uh, born out of 
I think like an overheard I called in that never got used because I realized it was too lewd. That's right. Yeah. So if you're, I mean, like we've all been on Stop Podcasting Yourself here. Sister, sister, brother podcast to our show. If you, if you don't listen. What are you doing with your life? Hop on. Yeah. Reevaluate. Maximum fun. And uh, I, I think the, 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 their drive is now done, but Alicia was just on it. Paul F. Tompkins was just on it. Go Wonderful. back and listen to hundreds of episodes. It's, you know, thousands of hours of entertainment. Alicia's nearly made me drive my bike into a few ditches over the years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People that write that, that they, there's a guy who almost had a car accident. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah. Wonderful. Delightful. Yeah. Those guys bring out the, the best of my worst stories for sure. Mm. I can say that the story isn't terribly lewd. It's just maybe just a little gross. Sure. That's lewd. And it's really gross. It's gross in words more than anything. I was waiting at the pharmacy a few mm-hmm. years ago behind an older woman who was very hard of hearing. And the pharmacist kept saying to her, you know, you, giving her her instructions. And then they just progressively, same words, getting louder and louder and louder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, the, and the woman would scream back. And she, and the pharmacist was kept saying, it's very important that you take this first thing when you wake up. Wake up early. You need to take this medicine before you eat anything. Take it early like it. I don't know when you get up, like at seven o'clock or something. And the lady goes, seven o'clock? No, no. Getting up that early gives me diarrhea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wonder why. She yeah. needs her yeah. app. She yeah. needs to cure. She needs her yeah. dump. She yeah. needs her cure app. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. I love it. And I, so love, great. I, I love that in my mind, the medicine that she was taking was like a, a you know, prescription strength anti-diarrheal. <laughs> it's like, you got to take this. And she's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Gives me diarrhea. <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah. It's weird. Like, wouldn't the diarrhea wake her up? so many questions i don't know but also like your like stomach the like peristalsis muscles that like make your body digest and things Mm -hmm. move like it they sort of they chill out when you're asleep like yeah so i don't i i I hope i hope anyway maybe she's just an expression oh no that gives me diarrhea it's just like her catchphrase the swedish the way to say diarrhea it's it makes me loosen my stomach Oh. oh, isn't that gross? Yeah. That's, that's not where you keep your poop. Well, feels like it sometimes. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, if you're if it's the size of a party sub, it goes might, <laughs> might be partially. Um, I love oh. that, and I love that woman just thinking like using like that gives me diarrhea as a term for like mm-hmm. something you just like don't like. What? It's like that man's rude. <laughs> that man is giving me diarrhea. <laughs> like I love it. Yeah, just that's like, like the new. Like, Bell- I don't love that. Bellowing. That gives me diarrhea. <laughs> Ma'am, you have to take your extra strength Metamucil. You've got to take your diarrhea medicine. you got to ah, inject your probiotic directly. Let's do the last segment. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a, a rousing round of uh, potato business. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. So Sheila, what are what are your hot takes 
I would like to say, listen, I've just learned about something that maybe is already on your radar. I am aware that Korean corn dogs are a thing. So I went down that rabbit hole to try to figure out what makes them different mm-hmm. than, than the beloved corn dogs of my youth. And then I encountered corn dogs that before they are deep fried uh, with their, their panko breadcrumbs mm-hmm. on them, the people roll them in like a hash brown diced <gasps> cubed Stop potatoes. It. Yeah. And then they fry them. That sounds really good. Yeah. I think it's, it looks fantastic. Sounds really good. I haven't had a lot of Korean food in my life. I'd like to change that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm in. That whatever, looks quite good. Yeah, whatever Korean anything I've had has been delicious and a great idea. But that is like I would like to try it, but also there's gonna have to be a lot of substitutions going on. But they do they do a lot of cheese corn dogs. And to be honest with you, I haven't seen any corn in the corn dog. Okay. It's not okay. it's not like it was just so flour. This is like a, a batter. Yeah. Batter. Yeah. But mm-hmm. maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe they do use like a corn flour or something. Potato I saw dogs. that's how I make mine. Vegan um, corn dogs the other day in the freezer section, and I just stared at it. Okay. Yeah. And then I took a picture and sent it to Graham Clark, and I was just like, drooling. Do you know that these exist? And do you want me to buy them? I was like, There's so many uh, things that I don't eat that I want to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, did I tell you this story, my potato business story, about the hash browns I bought that contained beef and gluten? And I had no idea. So. Now I have a... Okay, Aww. so I've got some mean, mad potato business. Mm. I'm mad potato at something. Potato grievance. Yeah, potato, potato grievance. grievance. So, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about tater tots and how mm-hmm. I bought tater tots and how good they are and um, how much I enjoyed them. But at the same time, I bought a bag of hash browns. And it's because I was like, well, maybe I'll do something cool out of this, like with this. And uh, I went one morning to make a, like a veggie hash. And... Um, <laughs> is Hank making his own veggie hash right now? Actually, it was some sort of a, like, I have gnats in one of my plants, and oh. they oh, have, okay. it's been real persistent. Um, if you want some little sticky strips, I have some I can give you. I would love that. They, really they were work. really good this week. I think it was in part because I had so many cut flowers in the house. Mm, they can come um, in on anything. It's so yeah. annoying. Apparently, I've heard that cinnamon also works because the gnats, they're fungus gnats and cinnamon, for some reason, is like an antifungal. Interesting. I've sprinkled Uh, cinnamon on plants. I don't know if it works. I have a lot of cinnamon, so that's a good idea. Oh yeah, so I I opened the bag and I turned on the air fryer and started like cutting vegetables and I put the hash Alicia, do you have an air fryer? (laughs) Yeah, I love it so much. I love it so much. I'm I'm Um, so happy for you. And, uh... Then I, I, because I have to wear glasses now, which brings me to the retail nightmare I didn't tell. I'll save it for next week. But the, um, I can't read labels and it's becoming a bit of a problem because I can't wear glasses and a mask and read labels. And mm-hmm. I've never accidentally bought anything with gluten before the pandemic since I went gluten free. And now I have like purchased at least six things. So I flip over the ingredient list and it's massive. Like, it's massive, and I'm like, oh, shit, why didn't I look at this? And I put my glasses on, and it's got wheat flour. It's got, added, like, added gluten, and it has beef in it and beef flavor. Like and lard. that's not a, a problem for me, but it's a problem, like, in terms of, like, what what the fuck is this food? Like, you know, I, I do love a refined food. I love a packaged, a frozen food, especially since the pandemic. It's nice to have a treat. Uh, but th- this could just be potatoes and yeah. some... 
some oil and some salt and pepper, but it had the most bizarre ingredients. So I contaminated my uh, air fryer um, with this thing that makes me very sick. Uh, and now I just have a bag of like hash browns I can't give anyone because all of my friends are vegetarian. <laughs> you have a bag oh, no. of poison. <laughs> yeah, in my freezer, along yeah. with about 35 bananas. <laughs> Taking up so much space. So many fucking bananas. Uh, so yeah, my potato grievance is, why with the beef? Yeah. What's like, the beef? Why with yeah. the beef and the gluten? <laughs> Where's the beef? In the potatoes, apparently. Yeah, and it's the same at um, uh, McDonald's. I know this because I... Uh, Canada West veterinarian where Hank goes for physiotherapy during the pandemic uh, I couldn't leave him there during the day so I just have to hang out for his uh, physio and the only place to hang out would be McDonald's so I had looked up on the McDonald's is there anything I can eat here I hadn't eaten there in like 15 years not I'm not shaming McDonald's I'm just everything has gluten in it mm-hmm. uh, so there are two things on the menu that don't have gluten it's french fries and the milkshakes. And the apple the hash, slices. The hash browns have the same ingredients. Hmm. Uh, like, I don't think a lot of vegetarians know. I'm sure a lot of vegans and vegetarians do know that there's beef in the hash browns. This is so weird. I think yeah. Burger King does the same thing with their fries. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That they, they give it that beefy business. The beefy mm. business. Mm-hmm. Oh, I miss beefy business. Jessica, do you have any potato business? I feel like people are sending me potato business day and night. I get sent three things now. People send me anything to do with potatoes. Anything so to do funny. With, with horses, with horse information. And anything to do with the band Sparks. There's like a... Oh, well, that's great. I was My money was on cloacas for number <laughs> that, three. I was surprised because you I don't like through, potatoes. I went through a cloaca phase. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like, there's a Sparks documentary that's like coming out some people have seen it already it's been in a few uh film fests i think the trailer came out like in january because it was in sundance which i think was in february but people keep sending me the trailer and i love it i love that people know this about me and they think of me uh but also i have the same internet as everyone else (laughs) (laughs) you're so polite i don't yeah i don't want to be a jerk because i do i love it i love it um but I have not seen the movie yet and I will maybe see it at a later date but I'm also like I feel like the movie's not really for me I feel like the movie is for people who don't know Sparks yeah I'm gonna watch it for sure so I can catch up and also like I I like keeping a bit of the mystique you know oh yeah sure they're like a very they're a very sort of like cultivated image that like I mean I'm sure they're not gonna like you know, do a tell-all and be disgusting or anything like that. But it's just, yeah, based on the trailer, and this is me, you know, I'm ignorant because I haven't actually watched it, but based on the trailer, it looks like not my favorite style of documentary. Okay. I will investigate, though. My curiosity is peaked. Me too. They're a great band. Check them out. I've heard them at your house plenty of times. and uh, So many great albums. Like, if anyone wants to get into Sparks and they don't know where to start... Yeah, uh, hit me up because I've got lots of lots of uh, opinions. But yeah, people send me potato things, and then I, I'm seeing potato things. So I don't have any personal potato business myself. Okay. But I think my favorite piece of potato business that I've seen out in the world was uh, former guest Nico Stratus's uh, partner's birthday was this week, and she made a cake that had a picture of. Marge from The Simpsons when she's holding a potato and saying, I just think they're neat. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. And I was like, well, you've 
that's the greatest cake in existence. That's wonderful. Like, it's so perfect. Uh, and I think I, I responded and said, like, this is potato business. Mm-hmm. And Nico was like, every day, everything in my life is potato business. <laughs> so, so, uh, two thumbs up. So, I mean, it's not my personal business, but I, I see the potato business happening in the world and I'm happy for it. That potato business found you. Yeah. 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 And like, that's the kind of potato business I want to see. <laughs> Be the potato you want to see in the world. Exactly. Yeah, I'm doing Precisely. it. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've had a potato in a while. Sorry. Mm. It's okay. I had some just a minute ago. Oh yeah? What kind? An hour ago. Uh, like an oven and like a, in a, in a wedge in the oven. Oh, a mm. oh, potato wedge. The wedge. A bit of oil, a bit of salt and pepper. So mm. alternative. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss the wedge. I haven't had TV for like... <laughs> 20 years, but I still, and that show hasn't been on in a long time, but I still miss the wedge. Um, yeah, is it time for Pub of the Week? Yeah. Please. Sheila, as our guest of honor, would you like to, to go first? I don't have anything avant-garde to add. Of course, my dog Peggy. Margaret, Mother's Full Angel name. Margaret. Um, you'll find her at Peggy DSG on Instagram. She's Excellent half spits. Follow. She's half spits, so she's got that wonderful smiley face. And then she's a little uh, ratting dog from this end of the world called a Danish-Swedish farm dog. People always think she's a Jack Russell Terrier, but she's not a Terrier. She's just a delight. It was just yeah. her birthday. Happy birthday. It was Margaret Six now. The sixth, Sheila. Yeah, there you have it. Um, speaking of Peggy, I, I got in contact with previous spy and Retail Nightmares guest, Tim Gray. Tim Gray, I knew this oh. was, yeah. I hope this was going to... Because connect. I said, hey, I met Sheila. I have a dog named Peggy. So I feel like I'd like to reach out. And I can say Tim Gray's a lovely man. We've had he wonderful is. exchanges about, our, about dogs and such and such. His dog is Aunt Peggy. Yes. So he's <laughs> it's been confusing re- to me. He's been a real surprise, Popo. Yeah. And then uh, I think an undersung humorist from Alberta, a guy that his name is Jeff D. Silva. Abby oh. Shumpka and I follow him on Instagram. He's a dad. He's hilarious. And I just, I mean, he's the sleeper hit of the pandemic for me. Jeff De Silva with Jeff with a J. So delightful. Absolute pop Looking them up. Yep. That name sounds familiar to me. It's just the letter D, Silva. It probably isn't because it's a private account, so I wouldn't have seen Isn't anything. it? He's, deli- he's hilarious. He's on Twitter. Very funny. Funny, okay. funny guy. Yep. Nice. Uh, yeah. But that's about it. I mean, besides all of the other popos, you know, of the world, you yeah. ladies, of course, of popos, my Those Monday afternoon popos <laughs> every week. Thank you, Sheila. I love that it's afternoon when you get it. It is. Yep. Time. How does it work? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. If the earth is flat, how come there's time zones? I don't get it. Mm-mm. Who are your puppos? I have a group of puppos. Today, oh. when I was biking to uh, South Granville, which is not far from where I live, I had been on my bike the other day and thought, I feel a little bit too tired to be cycling. Uh, you have to be really alert in the city for a variety of reasons. Um, one of them. People on bicycles, always on the sidewalk. People running, always on the streets. People on the streets. People on the streets. All right, thank mm. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, 
but I was looking one way uh, and didn't look the other way and started across the street and some cyclists were like, hey, oops. And like, instead of like causing, I would have hit them. And, and I'm just there by Puppos. I, I slowed down after that. I thank them for being polite when I was being a dick. Um, I thank them for stopping me from running directly into them uh, and causing a serious accident. My other pup was Hank. I love him so much. He was so sick this week. And as soon as he started to get better, I was so happy. And last night, for the first time all week, he snuggled. And, you know, it's so great when he gets Absolutely. better. Yeah. And so, yeah, it made me so happy when I got into bed and he flopped down beside me. He got up from his spot because he was too sick. He felt oh, so no. uncomfortable. And oh. I say he's feeling better. And I'm just so lucky to have a dog. How about you, Jessica? I have a couple. One is you for bringing me pastries this morning. I'm a morning person. I'm very happy that I checked my phone as soon as I got out of the bath, because if I didn't, if my phone was like charging far away, I would not have seen that you had messaged me 15 minutes earlier (laughs) to be like, hey, just like trying to to not disturb me. Um, Because, yeah, uh, that cinnamon bun was delicious. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to try the other stuff. It was a lovely surprise. I usually just bring sweet things, too, and Jay doesn't love sweet things, so I was so happy that there was more savory vegetarian options. He's he's coming. He he will have... He says he doesn't, but he does like a sweet thing. For the listener, a little peek behind the curtain. We only recorded oh. two days ago the last episode uh, with Vishkana, and that was a little bit later in the evening, and then after we finished recording, Jay and I wound up talking to him until, like, after midnight, and then it was like, what do we make for dinner? I guess we'll have... French toast. So we oh, had nice. like a we had like a midnight one a.m. French toast. So Jay was like, "Is that too much sugar? Too late?" And he's like, "Let's just do it. Fuck it. Like let's like get jazzed <laughs> and watch Sex in the City." But my other pop of the week is a cat. Oh, uh, and listeners will know that Jay and I have this route that we go on on our street where we have met so many amazing neighborhood cats. That's basically the thing that gets us out and motivates us to move our bodies is to visit our cat friends. And it's all on this magic street that we live on. In either direction, we know so many cats. There's this one cat. There's the magical cat block where Leo and Stanley and Mango 2 and the white cat and the Bengal cat and Jinx the cat. And now since then, we've met two other cats, which are gorgeous. There's George and the new cat. But on the other side of this block, a bit closer to us, it's all apartment buildings. So you're less likely to see outdoor cats around there because most of them are um, not pet friendly. But there's this one cat that we had seen from afar years ago by this balcony and it's not near the sidewalk. It's sort of tucked back in the building, like facing the side of the building. So it's not like a walkable distance if you see a cat to go over and pet it. Also, it's like on someone's yard. Creeping through the bushes. Yeah. Yeah. But we saw this cat from afar and it was gorgeous. It was a long hair cat and it was sort of backlit and it was glowing. And it was just sitting there looking majestic as hell, sort of light colored, but has um, dark front legs with sort of like a gradient that goes from dark at the paw to like light as it goes up. Like a Siamese. It's not a Siamese. I'm not quite sure. Uh, Lorna thinks it might be a chocolate point Himalayan, which is a Mm. a type of, of cat, but like. It's a very long hair cat. And we just called it the beautiful cat. And we walk past this spot almost every day. This is the one that you took the photo with the arms. Yeah. Just these lovely brown arms in the front. We haven't seen it since. 
this was years ago that we first saw it. And we've still been like talking about like, oh, the beautiful cat. We saw it maybe like a week ago from afar again. We're like, it's the beautiful cat. Like they still live there. And then on the end of one of our walks, it was also like, you know, it's a couple blocks from where we live. So it's usually the last thing we check on our on our way home. We saw the beautiful cat and we had gotten really cat lucky. We were really cat rich on this walk. So, and, and I said, like, I don't ever expect to pet this cat. It's the ideal, you know, like on a pedestal. And this cat saw us and walked all the way towards us. And it was better than I could have ever imagined. Lovely. It was just a gorgeous cat. And as as the cat got closer, we saw that it has a it has a dark face, light blue eyes, and then a little marking in between its eyes, like a light marking that reminds me so much of the cats from Sailor Moon with the little moon. Oh yeah, like Luna and the others, Artemis or whatever they're called. And it was just such a friendly cat, like beyond our wildest expectations. Rolling around, getting filthy being so funny, the cutest little meow. It's like meeting a celebrity. Like, where do you go from here? It's the most beautiful cat in Dreams the world. Dreams can come true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just like take that risk that you <laughs> that you never thought, you know, like shoot your shot. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. But anyway, the beautiful cat. And I've made, a, I've made like a, a list of neighborhood cats. Have you got a spreadsheet? Like a Google I don't have doc? a spreadsheet. Okay. I don't have a bre- spreadsheet, Yet. but I did make like a uh, like a cats about town thing, and I made this yeah. maybe a month ago. Have you dropped s- pins around your neighborhood? Well, I didn't want to get like too creepy. Like I still want to protect these cats and their owners, like you know, anonymity. Mm-hmm. But if you are my friend and if you go for a walk with me in my neighborhood, I'll show you okay. where the That's cats are. Yep. Um, but since I've made the first edition of the Cats About Town, which had ten cats on it, I think I've met enough amazing cats since that I could make a volume two already. Like it's, I want trading cards. I want t-shirts. I want merch. (laughs) So maybe I'll put that up on the Patreon so people can see these celeb cats. Maybe I'll do some trading cards. Sure. You do a fun little game, match the cat with the name. Which one's mango? Is it the orange one? Mango one or mango two? Yeah. There's multiples. Also, we saw another orange cat that we thought was mango, like one house down from where mango was different cat. Okay. They're my favorite. Orange cats are my favorite. <sighs> They're pretty great. The real tubelards. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> Tubelard. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> hey, keep that lard out of my potatoes. Absolutely. Mm. Can I, I tell ask. you just a, a funny story that I just remembered, which yes. has nothing to do with anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, Louis, is a very, he's, he's the nice guy in class, right? He just tries to keep, keep out of trouble, unlike the rest of us. But he's got this kid, this kid in his class, who's always like, he's a bit of a shit disturber, right? Mm. He's got to one up everybody and like, made you flinch kind of guy. Yeah. Sounds like I would have a crush on him. He's been a bit of a nemesis (laughs) over the years to Louie. And uh, somebody started the conversation about COVID testing and, oh, you know, I've done it this many times and, oh, I've done it that many times. Well, I've done it more. And this kid, not to be outdone, said... Oh, yeah? Well, the last time I got it done, I had a booger so big on the test swab, the lab, had to, the lab had, to, had to leave it undetectable. <laughs> they, could, they couldn't decide. Yeah. That was his, fla- that was his, ah! his playground wow. flex. Wow. So. Did you How get it on again? He's, he'll no, be 11 but, this year. I have a, I like, of the things that gross me out, there's two things, and it's like boogers and it's barf. Nose cowboys. Yeah. 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 So what a kid. Anyway. What a kid. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his flex. Oh, yeah. That, that kid's going to be someone's husband one day. Yeah. That's Maybe. the kid you're going to walk into the, yeah. You'll see him years later and you'll be like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. It's a real uh, Biff. Yeah. Whatever his last name is from back the, the reason future. The reason I thought of him is he's got a real classic cat's name. Oh. You know, like Morris, you might consider a real classic cat's his name. name is Mango. You can just say it. It's fine. His name is Svante. <laughs> oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. What does it I mean? I like that. Cat, it means uh, big booger boy. It means big, big booger tail. boy, big booger boy. I can't, I can't say what it means. So I like, love, don't know. It's so it's wild that like, this name. kid thinks that like, I mean, he must be like the kind of kid kids don't want to fuck with because can you imagine like admitting that? Like I, you'd never live it down if you were a little girl and. Absolutely. Yeah. Or yeah. like had any sort of self-awareness of like your own body. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody was just like, ew, gross. But also, yeah, like, it is gross. Like the other kids being like, I, I guess that's something. Like, should I care about the size of my boogers? Like, I never thought about that. But I guess, I guess maybe mine are kind of small. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh no. They're inferiority s- complex. Secretly taking like booger, uh, <laughs> like booger enhancing protein? powder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gross. Do you snort it? I think though. Yeah, and it just like bulks, yeah. bulks up. <laughs> Can't sure, breathe. Just, just like snort up some like uh, vegetable, not bouillon. What's it called? Like the bouillon. bouillon. Is this bouillon business? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, What's stick the... it up your nose. Why not? Have a, a weird a... oily. <laughs> Make a soup out of it later with Horner yeah. Herzog. Nose soup served in yeah. a shoe. <laughs> I'm gonna barf. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Alicia. We're real gross. Oh, I knew, okay. this, would, I knew yeah. this was gonna happen. Sheila, this brings us to the end of our episode. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so a much. Nice surprise for all your hard work for making this happen. I yeah. know. I know you like you've done multiple audio tests and sent it to us, and like done troubleshooting, and it's been so like conscientious about being a guest. Well, I, so I hope you. it pays off. I hope that uh, when I send everything off later, it's not just a recording of uh, somebody, somebody taking a wicked dump. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> gonna sound like uh hardcore industrial music yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah guys, yeah oh yeah um if people want to follow you online are you cool with that if you're not a creep you can send me a friend request at she louise uh, at instagram.com otherwise you can just enjoy the sweet content of peggy dsg yeah. they're both they're yeah, both creeps. great accounts Go over to Peggy's account. Creeps, go check out my dog. <laughs> and you yeah. don't like, you don't cross post. Like you will post Peggy stuff on your page, which, which is great. But then you post other Peggy stuff on her account. Yeah, it's, so it, it's, there's, it's very rare there's a crossover. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but there's different content. Alicia, if people want to follow you or if they want to. What have you got coming up, Alicia? I see you've got exciting things on your calendar. Uh, if you'd like to come draw with me, um, you can come draw with me on May 28th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Comedians Graham Clark and Aaron Reed uh, will be the guests. And it's a dream it's our, lineup. Yeah, and it's yeah. our first attempt at this. So um, there's only 40 tickets, I think, for drawing. Um, but there's lots of tickets if you just want to be part of the audience. Um, yeah, come draw with me. And if you know you want to follow me, follow me on Twitter. Alicia A. Tobin. How about you, Jessica? 
Uh, if you want to check out some bonus stuff on the Patreon, you can go to that patreon.com slash retail nightmares. You can go to our merch website, buy a tote bag, if you nasty, um, which is retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. And uh, yeah, I'm energy slime on Instagram. If you want to see some of these cats that I'm meeting, I have saved a lot of them. I'm going to go through and like, Make sure they're all in the same highlight, but I have a highlight called uh, "New Friends." Oh, I like um, him. That uh, yeah, you can just see on my on my page. Chuck it I out. wouldn't talk people out of watching the bongo dance video again. Oh yeah, Do sure. That. Yeah, if yeah. you're if you need a little pick me up mm-hmm. for sure, for sure, yeah. check it out. If like, the pet shop boys aren't doing it for you. Oh, I did that this morning. Okay, so <laughs> Sheila and I have been talking about this. There is a Pet Shop Boys song, which I had not heard prior to seeing to hearing it as like the background of a cute animal video that had some monkeys in it. And the song is called Monkey Business. And I was like, how is there like a Pet Shop Boys song this good that I haven't heard? Because like, you know, I'm a fan. And I realized it's from 2020. Mm -hmm. Right. They're They're still making music. They're still making music. They're in their 60s. And I love it. It has a music video on YouTube, which is great it's just like they're in the club they're like disco dancing it up there's like people in little sailor costumes uh. i love it and i woke up this morning after you know whatever six hours of sleep and the first thing i said uh when i got out of the bath and i found out that alicia was outside and i was like frantically putting on clothes i just looked at jay and i was like get ready for monkey business <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it was in my head and then I was like okay I need to wake myself up and I listened to that song and it worked so wonderful it's their bongo dance really it is just playing around <laughs> I love it <laughs> I love Pet Shop Boys um, absolutely and they I hold love, up I love you both as well I love and you guys too yeah, you've been mwah, 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 mwah. real so, so nice real to see lights you. in the darkness for me Aww. little times yeah always nice, a pleasure nice to have absolutely. good content shares spirits far away yet always online <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely yeah always just a, a click away um thank you to our listeners we love you all we hope you're doing okay we hope you're like making it through this marathon the end is in sight it's the beginning of the end if you need to pick me up bongo dance yeah, bongo, bongo dance, dance monkey d- business yeah yeah uh bongo auto syndicate's gonna open for pet shop boys tour 2022 fantastic (laughs) yeah let's make it happen okay let's make it happen i'd like this for you we can do this sponsored by potatoes okay we love you bye-bye bye-bye